as a mom, vegan of 20 years, and entrepreneur, I need a lot of energy. And I turn to Athletic Greens to help me out. Athletic Greens is part of the daily nutrition regimen for thousands of top performers, professional athletes, and health-conscious go-getters worldwide, including USA cycling and endurance athletes. So I knew I would trust them. It's developed from a complex blend of 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced ingredients. And it's a comprehensive all-in-one greens powder engineered to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet and support your body's nutritional needs across the four pillars of health, gut health, immune system, energy, and recovery. And these are all things that I'm super interested in. I put a scoop in my smoothie in the morning, and it feels amazing to know that I'm set up to feel my best and sustain my energy all day long. Try for yourself at athleticgreens.com slash lit yoga. That's athleticgreens.com slash lit yoga and get lit up. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Monday Motivation. Today's motivation is how to be more social. Now, this might sound silly, but I think we all can really practice our social networking and social skills, especially at this point in time when most of us have been more isolated because of the pandemic. I found for myself being at home more, even though I'm working and even though I'm socializing with my team, I have felt more withdrawn in my social relationships. And it's because it's my habit is rusty. My habit of getting out there and talking to people and making phone calls and initiating conversations, going to parties, going to social events has not happened in a long time. And it is like a little muscle that we have to build. And I think many of us feel this way, but instead of staying with that and becoming more withdrawn, let's work on being more social. And this is, again, something that will benefit all of us, but will take some work on our part. So I do have an acronym for you for how to be more social. And it starts with an S. Start small. Make commitments that you can keep. Have you ever responded to something, um, an event or a party, and then immediately afterwards felt really grumpy because you've made this commitment and obligation and then you don't feel like doing it? How many memes have you seen out there about people enjoying canceling something that they were planning to go to or really love when an event gets canceled that they were dreading to go to. And I, I think we have this deep-rooted fear of missing out, but equally of kind of not wanting to show up all the time. And I, I think there's probably some people who can't relate to this, but I think there's many who can. So if we start small and make commitments we can keep, we're reinforcing that good muscle and making our relationships stronger. So networking is something that we think of as business, but you also have to think of it as social network. Like 
We've got to put in the work, but start small with it. Because when we overstretch ourselves and we haven't been used to it, like most of us have not been used to in the past years, number of years with the pandemic, um, we can get a negative feedback when we overreach. So really work on making some of these social reach outs or say yes to an event that you might not otherwise have gone to, but then clear your calendar around that so you don't feel um, stressed about it. You don't feel fatigued by the idea of going out, you know, even getting dressed, having an outfit to go out. There's so many things to it. So start small and make commitments you can keep. O is optimize things you have in common with people. So research has shown that, you know, we do tend to like to be around people who are like us. And that can start with people that like the same sports as we do or like, you know, to drink coffee or like to go to the same restaurants. You optimize the things you have in common with someone because then you'll be more likely to create a more long-lasting relationship. And that could be in the form of, you know, creating a book club because you like to read books and you like to, that that's a way to start to get social with something that you already enjoy. And then the people that are coming to that also already enjoy it. So there's nothing wrong with um, kind of hanging out with people who have things in common. It just makes you more outgoing because you already have kind of that base level that you're all playing on the same playing field. You all like the same stuff. So if you like yoga, maybe reach out to somebody to practice with you or take a walk. Again, it could be just as simple as getting coffee, but optimize the things you have in common with people and then strengthen your social networks that way because you'll feel more comfortable when you have something already in common and then that'll make you feel healthier and happier and more successful in your social networking. C, call someone you haven't spoken to in a while. And you should make this commitment maybe one time a week or one time a month. So I was reading this article on this woman who has written a book called Social Chemistry. Her name is Marissa King. And she says that Research shows that one of the best ways you can cultivate your network is to reach out to people you haven't seen in two or three years. The people we've lost touch with give us new and often better insights. We trust them because we already have relationships with them. And even though it might be awkward to reconnect, there's so many good ways to make it easier. It could just be like, I was thinking about you. I remembered when we did this thing together. It could be you know, having gratitude for them. Like, I remembered how you were there for me when this chapter of my life was happening. And so reaching out to people that you might have lost touch with, but were in your life. And that can be a great way to start your social network too, because you already have that bond, even if it's been rusty. rusty. So call someone you haven't spoken to in a while and make that commitment, whether it's one time a week two times a month or one time a month. Make it, again, start small, but make that commitment. I, investigate and be curious. So be curious about who you could talk to. Like you could start by saying, you know, every time I go to the grocery store, I'm going to talk to somebody there. 
whether it's the person that's checking you out, whether it's somebody on the aisle, but investigate ways of connecting with people outside of your, you know, your daily life, because that can help you strengthen that social muscle. And so few of us initiate conversations. So few as two of us are investigating ways that we can connect with someone, even if we don't know them, and even if we're not going to see them again. You know, even if, if even if they're new, um, that kind of communication will strengthen our social muscle. And so try it. We know when we go and get a haircut, for instance, it's really easy to converse with our hairdresser. You know, my daughter just got her haircut by my by the woman who cuts my hair. And she came back and she said, wow, we talked forever. And I can see how being a hairdresser must be like being a therapist. You you just strike up conversation. You're sitting there for a while and and you just like let the let all the the things out and and talk. And so maybe it's starting off with your hairdresser or somebody that's more familiar but not in your daily life. And then work on the strangers, you know, the the people who drop off food if you order food. You know, talk to them just maybe for a minute or two, but investigate ways that you can connect outside of your circle of kind of closer friends or like I said, those friends that you haven't seen in a while. But be curious about that because being curious and connecting with others is critical for our well-being. And that can be people, again, that we don't yet know. And you never know where a conversation like with an Uber driver or, again, somebody who's delivering your mail, where it can go. And it can also just make you feel less lonely, right? Just by having a conversation, it's expanding outside maybe of your comfort zone. So we have two more. A, ask questions. So asking questions, everyone wants to talk to some degree, even if you don't think you need to. And asking questions is a great way to get somebody talking. It could be simply like, how are you feeling today? Did you, are you stressed at work? Are you enjoying work? How, how is your job hunt going? Asking questions makes somebody feel seen. And so when, when you ask questions, you are initiating a social engage, you know, interaction, but you're really highlighting and spotlighting that person. And that can start a conversation as well by you just having that curiosity, like thinking about what can I ask this person? What, what seems to be motivating or energizing them? What would they like to talk about? Their family, their work, things they value. And that gets the ball rolling. So if you're curious and you show someone thoughtful follow-up questions, that's that's even growing your social muscle more. And then finally, L, listen to others. And so when you ask the question, really listen because everybody wants to be heard. And listening is a great part of the social interaction. So it's not just about you showing up and presenting yourself, but also listening to what someone else is having to say. So again, Marissa King talks about um, the most powerful tool for connecting is listening. And we all know it is rare to truly be heard because everyone's busy, they're distracted. We're just jumping from one activity to another. So 
to just take a few minutes and truly listen, it has a profound effect on the person and it has a profound effect on you. And of course, you are strengthening that social muscle. But in addition to listening to others, listen to yourself and your cues, especially if you haven't been too social or especially if you know you're really introverted. Introverted, all that means is it doesn't mean you're antisocial. It just means that a lot of social stuff, a lot of people, a lot of interactions might drain you. So knowing what your social battery requires. You know, I was talking to my daughter um, at school and she is someone who really is has gotten to know herself quite well at such a young age, which I'm really proud of and I'm grateful for. Because she would say, you know, mommy, I was out and I was doing stuff and I could just sense my social battery was really low. And so I just decided to stay home the next night. And that's so smart, right? That's that's smart in knowing that I need to take time to recoup. I need to take time to recharge. That doesn't mean I'm not going to be social again. It doesn't mean I don't like being social. It just means I know myself well enough that when I do go out, engage, talk to people, I'm around a lot of energy, I might need to stay home and, and recharge. And so know your social battery and listen to that as well. Because when you listen more, you'll be able to come back to that starting small, making commitments stick and all of that better. You'll have more chance of having a positive feedback loop to the work that you're doing for networking. We're constantly evolving our ability to be social. We're constantly, hopefully, changing how we interact with people to form healthier and happier relationships, to know people that drain us, to know people who fuel us, and to know what circumstances and relationships are going to make us feel better about socializing. So don't be afraid of it, my friends, if you haven't been social in a while or you haven't been as social in a while. It does take, it's, we're just rusty, but it takes some time. Um, take the pressure off yourself by starting small and reaching out to somebody you haven't talked to in a while, talking to some one person um, on an errand that you don't even know, and just to start a conversation and start that um, social muscle up again. I'm pulling for you, and I hope this really helped you today. And I'd love any feedback or cues from you for, for ways that you've really helped yourself be more social. Um, feel free to write me at support at lityoga.com or direct message me on Instagram at laura.hyman. And as always, I'm super grateful for you all. I'd love it if you shared this podcast and downloaded it, reviewed it. All of that really helps the podcast keep going. We're working towards our 500th episode. It'll be a while, but that's hard to believe. You know, this is a wonderful one-way street for me socializing, but I'd love to get feedback from you and hear what you would like me to talk about, hear what guests you'd like me to have, and just any anything else you'd like to say, but know that I'm pulling for you every day. Bye.